0: Welcome Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Madjuke. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow at Locked On Dynasty on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button. And if you are new uh, to the idea of us being on YouTube, don't don't forget to check that out. We yes. live stream. Uh, we live stream every Monday and third Monday and Thursday. Goodness gracious! Yes, I will learn our schedule one of these days. But we get on the live stream. If you subscribe, you'll get alerts, so you never miss a live stream. You can ask us your questions. You can do all that cool stuff, but only if you subscribe on YouTube. So please check that out and uh, leave those five-star reviews wherever you listen to your podcast. We are headed into week five, folks. We wait all year long, all year long, and it's the longest off-season of all time, (laughs) and then once we're in it, it flies. It absolutely flies. Marcus, how are you feeling heading into week five?
1: Yeah, I can't believe we're already in week five, Kate. We got some good games coming up this weekend, but Instead of doing our traditional preview, we've got something different for you guys. We're going to kind of look back in the first four weeks, uh, look at some of the top performers. Okay, We're going to buy or sell if we believe in these players and where they're being ranked. So uh, let's start first with some quarterbacks. Okay, uh, Currently right now in standard scoring, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback three behind Patrick Mahomes, not surprising. Kyler Murray at number two. Jalen Hurts at number three. Are you buying or selling Jalen Hurts being a top three fantasy quarterback this year?
0: So for this year, I am absolutely buying that. So uh, looking at Jalen Hurts and what he's done this season, we just saw a big uh, a, a bounce back, honestly, mm-hmm. in terms of what we should have expected from him when he took the field last season. Uh, everybody was sort of harping on his low completion percentage, but that wasn't an issue for Jalen Hurts in college, Uh, He bounced back from 52% last season. He's up to 66.2%. That's absolutely attainable. Um, But even more so, I think for fantasy, let's look at the fact that, I mean, we have seen uh, some rough outings. This quarterback is one in three. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think the, the game against your Dallas Cowboys is probably the best example of this. Um, an atrocious game, zero touchdowns, and still managed to have about 20 fantasy points. Like the the key for this is it all comes down to what he can do on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already racked up 226 rushing yards so far on the season. You gotta, you gotta appreciate that. One rushing touchdown, and I think we're gonna have a few more to come. I'm buying for the season, but I will say the biggest concern for me in terms of Jalen Hurts and his dynasty value is, is he for real the quarterback of the future in, in Philly? And I don't believe that. So while I, I appreciate Jalen Hurts and his value for this season, the question marks at the position rank, just drop him down in my rankings. Uh, he's right around QB 10 for me in, in terms of dynasty value, just because yeah. of those question marks.
1: So I think I really don't have too much to add. The only thing is I actually feel a little bit more confident about him in Dynasty than you do because is he the franchise quarterback for the Eagles? I'm not sure. The answer is probably no. However, I think he's certainly played well enough over the last two years to get multiple shots elsewhere, right? Like he might not be a top 10 actual NFL NFL quarterback, but he's certainly a top 32 quarterback, right? And when you're able to put up these kind of production and this kind of numbers – You're going to keep getting chances. So I know the Eagles potentially have three first-round picks next year. Maybe they make a move for Deshaun Watson. Maybe they draft somebody. But, like, Kate, would it surprise you? I'm just going to give you an example. If, like, the Steelers didn't want to draft a quarterback yet and they traded for Jalen Hurts for a year, and it's like, hey, let's see what we got. A little bit like Sam Darnold, right? Like, let's let's see what you can do in our system if we don't have to give up a, a ton to go get you.
0: I would really love that. Actually, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I yeah. just see
1: I see him getting a lot of chances in the NFL. That that is
0: absolutely fair. All right, I'll take it. I like it. You're um, all in.
1: You're all in. Uh all, all right. All in now. The next quarterback actually is the one I just mentioned, Sam Darnold. He is currently quarterback five right now in standard scoring leagues. Uh he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns, which is a little surprising. Not just for quarterbacks, but for all players. Uh, I, I'm not going to say, Sam Donald, are you buying as a top five quarterback, but are you buying him as a QB one for the rest of the season?
0: I'm not. Uh, and this comes back just to, to my thought that there, there has to be some progression here in terms of his rushing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns. I mean, week one uh, rushed five times for negative one yards and still somehow came up with a touchdown. You cannot expect multiple uh, multiple rushing touchdowns from Sam Darnold
1: each he's and every new week. Michael Vick, did you know uh, that? I,
0: he apparently is. <laughs> I, I mean, the one thing that, that I have got to absolutely give him credit for, uh, he's been super consistent. Um, 300 plus passing yards in mm-hmm. three of his last three games. You got to love that. Um, but my, my concern comes more so if, if we don't have that rushing for what do we have from him as a passer, um, you know, like week three against the Texans, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. But he had a couple of fumbles in that game that just happened to not be lost. I think there's been a lot of uh, different things that are keeping him afloat in terms of fantasy production. Am I being a biased uh, fan uh, or, or a, a non-fan against Sam Darnold? Because I, I feel like he has to keep cra- come crashing back down to earth. Um, you know, like five passing touchdowns, three interceptions. That's not fantastic. Um, it's the rushing production that's keeping him afloat. And I can't imagine that's sustainable.
1: I kind of think it is. I think Joe Brady's offense is going to get not, – well, not the rushing stuff. The, the passing stuff. Like – 300 yards in three straight games. I I do feel like that's going to be pretty much the case here because he's got weapons. DJ Moore is phenomenal, by the way, just absolutely incredible. Uh, They really haven't even needed to use Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall. So when Christian McCaffrey comes back, I I just see him being a guy that throws for a lot of yards and the touchdowns are going to be a little bit fluky. They're going to be, you know, some games he has two, some games he has zero. I do think he's consistent enough with the the passing yardage to to still like him so i think i think i am buying him as a qb1 you are it sounds like you are selling kate i am selling okay uh all right let's take a quick break so i can tell you guys about rockauto.com it's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, let's get to a couple more. These are going to be a little bit quicker, Kate. Um Alvin Kamara. We talked about a little bit uh, about him on the Monday bye, show. Bye bye
0: bye 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 uh, bye, bye, bye. All right. So bye, my, bye, my bye, question bye.
1: though is, Alvin Kamara. He's currently <laughs> RB fifteen. Are you buying that he'll eventually be an RB, a top ten running back by the end of the season?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I, I think we are uh, we are in panic mode. I mean, we are seeing. Alvin Kamara actually get the the usage on the ground that we have always wanted him to get. Uh, I think he's actually in for big bounce back week. The Washington defense has just absolutely struggled. I think Jameis Winston's going to look great this week. Alvin Kamara is a running back that I am sending offers for all over the place. We've never even seen Alvin Kamara uh, exceed two hundred rushing attempts. He is currently on pace for 312. Um, I, mm. I think the, the passing usage, we're not going to see every week that he has zero targets. Um, but people are in a panic. I and mean, look, at, look at the first three weeks, Marcus. He, he was on pace for 75 targets. Uh, that's not the 100 that we're used to for Alvin Kamara, but that is perfectly fine when we are balancing that out with increased usage as a rusher. Give me all of your Alvin Kamara shares. Go trade for him because I think he's going to have a big week against Washington.
1: Uh, I agree. I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, Next one. Jonathan Taylor, currently RB20. Are you buying or selling that he'll finish as a top 15 running back this year?
0: Absolutely buying. Absolutely buying. Um, He's getting all the opportunities you could ever want. Uh, You know, he's still, um, he, he finally got the touchdown last week, but Um, He's still getting those red zone carries, still getting those carries inside the five. They're just not translating to touchdowns. uh, Much like Sam Darnold, I don't think that's sustainable um, for him not to keep scoring touchdowns. Uh, I'm absolutely, he's going to bounce back. And I I think he's another buy low, but you got to You got to nab him before he starts scoring more touchdowns because the opportunities are all there. Uh, we just have to wait for uh, some things to bounce in the right direction.
1: The schedule does get easier. Now, it doesn't get easier this week at Baltimore, but Houston, San Francisco's fine. Tennessee, the Jets, Jacksonville, uh, it should get better as the year goes on. Uh, next one, Debo Samuel is currently the wide receiver three in PPR leagues. Are you buying that he's going to finish as a top 10 receiver this year in fantasy?
0: Oh, I, I mean, honestly, with the with the rate that he is producing fantasy points, you have to have to imagine, even if he slows down, he to be hanging there in that top production. Uh, Debo Samuel just looks fantastic. And now they get an upgrade at quarterback, at least for the time being, because uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, and then you had Kyle Shanahan come in and say, what? No, you're not. Um, <laughs> but with. Trey lands under somebody They're gonna get some more scoring opportunities. Um, you gotta really appreciate all of that that he's able to do after the catch, um, and that's all. Yep. All the stuff that we keep saying is not so overall like that's not a sticky metric yards after the catch, but it has been sticky for players that are in Kyle Shanahan's offense because he's scheming to get guys in an open field. Uh, I'm buying. Uh, Shockingly, I absolutely am buying.
1: Yeah, Debo Samuel targets uh, the first four weeks. 12, 8, 10, or 13. And then he gets like two carries every week. So you're getting basically double-digit targets and a couple carries on the ground. You're going to be so incredibly safe. I I agree. I think he's a top-10 receiver the rest of the way. Uh, This one. And just for dynasty
0: purposes, like let's look at – I mean, this is a guy that I I still don't think is uh, being – valued as a top 10 receiver for dynasty. Sure. This is a, a great buy buy high moment, I think for Debo Samuel.
1: Uh This next one I know is near and dear to your heart. It's something I know you picked this guy in the first round when we were at the fantasy football expo. Uh, it's Calvin Ridley. He's currently wide receiver 22 in PPR leagues. Uh Did go mm-hmm. seven for 80 last week against Washington, but the touchdowns just aren't quite there yet. The targets are, Uh, He's averaging like 10 yards per reception, which is not great. Are you buying that he's going to be a a top 20 receiver by the end of the season?
0: Top 20, uh, yes, I will buy. Everything (laughs) about Calvin Ridley uh, just screams like there, there has to be a bounce back. If you're in on Kyle Pitts, you still have to be in on Calvin Ridley here. Looking at what he's done so far, I mean, you mentioned the yards per reception, very off kilter for what he has done so far in his career, just 9.4 yards per reception, career average 13.6. We know in his career, he has been a touchdown machine so far, not a single season with fewer than seven touchdowns. Um, This isn't uh, his first first rodeo, but we've definitely seen a lot of hiccups here in uh, the Atlanta offense they get the jets this week. I think this will be a nice bounce back game, but uh, I mean, the offensive snaps are there. The targets are there. The opportunity is there. It's one of those, those things where I'm, uh, I'm I'm really hoping that we're going to see maybe a a bump in his average depth target. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think that that could be what, what we're seeing, you know, maybe change a little bit. That's got to, Got
1: to keep a bump up. Yeah. The good thing with Ridley is he's just getting so many targets. So the floor is going to be so high every single week. And maybe he doesn't have this incredible ceiling like maybe we thought earlier in the year, where he's averaging 16 yards per reception and getting, you know, eight or nine catches a game. Probably just not going to happen. But I think he's going to kind of be consistent enough to work his way inside the top 15. Um, last one. Uh, We're going to play a little game. Can you name the top five uh, highest scoring tight ends in fantasy right now?
0: Uh, I'm going to go hot here. Travis Kelsey. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, Darren Waller.
1: Number two. Yep. Good so far.
0: Uh, TJ Hawkinson.
1: He is number five.
0: Okay. Um, Oh, it's somebody surprising. Dalton Schultz.
1: Rob Gronkowski, number three, Dalton Schultz, number four. I'll help you out a little bit. Uh, I actually hey, think Gronk is, Gronk is like for real. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, I think once he comes back from his injury, he's just going to score so many touchdowns probably in Tampa Bay uh, that he's going to be a top five option. My question for you, Dalton Schultz, top five fantasy finish this year for a tight end, buy or sell? Uh, I am going
0: to sell this one, okay. though. I do think that Dalton Schultz, I, I believe that he is going to have season long value. I'm not quite buying that he is going to have a top five finish because this top five performance is coming off of the back of a very slow start for George Kittle. Um, we've, mm-hmm. we've seen a, a relatively slow start for uh, guys that we know just have super high ceilings. Mark like Andrews, Mark Andrews. Right? no
1: touchdowns yet for Mark um, Andrews.
0: Yeah, I, I'm expecting a little bit of a bounce back there, even if they don't quite hit what we've seen in years past. Um, you know, I think he's he's performed very well seventeen point five percent target share so far uh, in this season, which is it, it kind of bonkers considering the fact that um, you know we don't we we don't know it, you know who's going to catch the ball in any given week. We saw CB Lamb have a, a down week last week. Yeah, I mean. Dak is definitely utilizing the tight end position pretty heavily, um, but uh, I, I have trouble. I'll help. Can I help you with this because one? Because of Michael Gallup returning, like does that yeah, concern exactly you at
1: all? That's exactly it, right? The Cowboys okay. have had to completely change their offense since Michael Gallup went out with a calf injury. Now, he's not supposed to be back for a couple more weeks. The Cowboys have a week seven bye, but once he returns in week eight – I. I just don't see Schultz getting as many targets as before. Uh, the Cowboys love to run the ball inside the five-yard line. Like they have one of the top five goal line rushing grades. Uh, some of Schultz's touchdowns have happened like on screens and making guys miss. So I think he's going to be a part of the Cowboys' offense. I still think he's going to be a guy that you can play uh, if you need a tight end, but he's not going to finish as a top five tight end. He, he's just not.
0: Let you me give that? you a, a fun. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely good with that. Let me give you a fun stat for Dalton Schultz uh, and Blake Jarwin here, heading into Week Five against the Giants. Um, I, I think Blake Jarwin might actually be the play this week. Uh, if you're look, if you're if you're having to dive deep into your dynasty rosters and looking for a deep play, Giants rank fourth in fantasy points allowed to the tight end. They've allowed uh, an average of one tight end. All right, one touchdown to the tight end position per game. But listen to the names, all right? Albert O., Ricky Seals-Jones, <laughs> Lee Smith, and Jawan Johnson. That is each team's tight end, two. Could we see that trend continue this week with Blake Jarwin? I don't know. I might have Blake Jarwin uh, in a couple of leagues just tossed in there. If I don't have any solid options whatsoever, I do have a few leagues where I'm just – Uh, you know, where I have my my Logan Thomas's, uh, you know, he just went on the IR. You gotta you gotta dig deep here. There might be something there uh for Dalton Schultz, or maybe Blake Jarwin this week. I'm just saying. Uh
1: yeah, I just will say Blake Jarwin has scored. I'm looking at it right now. Um seven touchdowns in his career, okay. Five of them have come against the Giants. So He's been yeah, a giant killer throughout his career. So I, I think this is somebody who is <laughs> a, a pretty decent option. If you want like a cheap guy in DFS or you need somebody in, uh, in some, you know, flex league or, you know, two tight end league. I think he makes a lot of sense. All right, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about BetOnline. You guys know BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Kate, it's time. Uh, we called this segment promotion commotion last year. I think we called it what the heck flex this year. We just change it all the time, right? Uh, so these are some guys that are deep, deep on your, you know, on your benches. Some of these guys on your waiver wire that you could start and play this week if you need. Come on. Uh, I've got a name if you want me to go first. Uh, another tight end. Uh, Mo Ali Cox. He's owned in about, I don't know, 0.5% of ESPN leagues <laughs> right now. He's going up against the Baltimore defense, who has allowed the most points to opposing tight ends this year. He had five targets last week. He was three for 42 and two touchdowns. Obviously you're chasing points a little bit, but I do think he's going to be involved. So that's one of my guys. Who do you got?
0: All right. I did give away one of my guys uh, a little bit early there. Uh, I, I gave away my Blake Jarwin. So uh, for real, uh, take a look at Blake Jarwin. But uh, another guy I want to shout out. I do want to go back to Marquez Calloway uh, going against the Washington defense. Six most, Six most fantasy points to the wide receiver position this year. Um, again, we we've seen these these ups and downs for the New Orleans Saints uh, and what they've been able to do on offense. But this Washington defense has been so bad, Marcus. Yeah, they have been terrible. They were uh, one of my favorite fantasy defenses heading into the season. But guess what? I've dropped them in all of the leagues that I drafted them in because they are not good. Um, they they're allowing everything through the air. I think this could be a huge bounce-back game for Jameis Winston and company. Um, I, I feel comfortable starting uh, pretty much any of these, uh, you know, promoting any of these uh, New Orleans Saints wide receivers if I'm in mm-hmm. a pinch because the matchup's just absolutely perfect.
1: Uh, I've got one. What about Alex Collins uh, on Thursday night against the Rams? Ten carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. Uh, last week, he also added two for 34 in the receiving game. I don't know if Chris Carson is going to play. It sounds like there's a pretty serious neck injury. He did not practice all week. Uh, He's I I guarantee you he's available on your waiver wire right now. Somebody to keep an eye on. And I, we, I always like to finish the show with an absolutely disgusting play that nobody would ever think of. I got one. I go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Okay. Um, This is really gross. This is contingent uh, on double checking to see who is active uh, in the wide receiver core for Tennessee. But Jeremy McNichols running back for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, One of my favorite deep, 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 (laughs) deep deep plays in full PPR leagues. Uh, Without Julio Jones and AJ Brown last week, McNichols ran 32 routes, Mm -hmm. which was the fifth most among all running backs on the week finished the day with eight catches, 74 receiving yards. Uh, if if the Titans remain down at wide receiver, uh, if you know we saw AJ Brown um, return to practice, Julio Jones, I believe, still out. Is that correct? Yes. Um, if if yeah. they're still down at wide receiver, uh, I I think we can we can look at a really nice week for Jeremy McNichols. They've allowed the seventh most catches. Uh, and six most receiving yards to the running back position. That is the Jaguars, their week mm-hmm. five opponent. So I, is that disgusting enough for you or do you have
1: one better? I got one worse. I promise. Uh, <laughs> are you ready? All right. So the situation is actually not bad. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give you a situation before I tell you the player. Uh, this receiver is going up against the defense that has allowed the second most fantasy points. Two opposing receivers, so that's fantastic, right? Uh, This receiver ran 41 routes last week and is actually expected to have a bigger role this week. Um, And if you are in return leagues, this guy can also help you there. What about Tavon Austin for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week? It's absolutely disgusting, but he's probably going to be the third receiver on a team that uses a bunch of three receiver sets. Wow. I don't know, Kate, um, maybe against the Titans who can't <laughs> guard anybody. Would it shock you if he caught one long ball in this game? And all of a sudden, it's one for 55 and a touchdown. It would not shock me. No,
0: I it would not shock me, um, especially like, I mean, Tavon Austin, he's something that we've wanted to be a thing for so long. Listen, if um, Cor- Cor-
1: Cordero Patterson could be a thing. Tavon Austin can absolutely Tavon be, a, be a thing, right? yeah. The same draft he, class.
0: He can, he can do things after the catch and uh, the Titans cannot do much after opposing defenses catch the opposing offenses catch the <laughs> ball. You know what I'm day. trying to say. <laughs> yes, they, they just sit there. Um, yeah, I, that, that feels like an appropriately disgusting uh, promotion commotion candidate for this weekend to leave off uh, as we head into week five.
1: If Tavon Austin scores a touchdown on this week's podcast, or uh, this week, uh, I'm gonna buy. What a we Tavon. do? I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna buy a Tavon jersey and we're gonna put it right behind me. That's just what we're gonna have to do, <laughs> right? Uh, I think that's a must. That's a must. All right. uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download uh, the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube. I try to build that YouTube channel up, so please click subscribe, watch. Uh, you can follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy week five. We'll see you guys here back on Monday. Bye.